Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. What are they made of? Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. No tobacco leaf or stem. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco and want to join the Black Buffalo herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online and they ship directly to most states. Or check out their store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Volume. What up, y'all? T-Bob here from Snaps, presented by FanDuel, your new favorite college football podcast. But I'm here to talk NFL because it is playoff time and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel. Trust me, I would know. I've been handing out losing bets all year long on FanDuel, and what I've learned is, look, the app is safe, secure, it's easy to use, okay? They have a ton of great offers, boosts, and more all month long. When you do win, you get paid fast. And the best part is you can really play however you want to play. And I, and I mean that quite literally. If you love futures, those are there for you. If you love to parlay multiple games, that's there for you. If you like same game parlays because you just want to watch one primetime game with a lot of action, a lot of juice, uh, spread, money line, over, unders, totals, player props, everything, live betting. You get to the game late and you want it's all there for you on the FanDuel Sportsbook app. So Try out the same game Parlay Plus while you're there and download FanDuel now, which is now live in Ohio. That's right. If you are signing up for the first time, use the promo code SNAPS for great deals. And what are you waiting for? Download the FanDuel app today to start making every moment more. Yo, emergency, welcome in to an emergency edition of Snaps, your new favorite college football podcast, hosted by T-Bob Bear and Aaron Murray. Uh, as you heard there, welcome in. It is a special edition, Friday edition of Snaps, as uh, the news cycle hath provided some uh, information that warrants immediate takes and so here we are bringing you said takes i'm your host t-bob joined as always by the legend qb1 aaron murray aaron what's up brother how we feeling today man happy friday man it's been a minute since we've done a friday show it feels good good. to start the weekend off a little snippety snappity uh have a little bit of fun before uh the, the drinks start pouring in tonight speaking of snips aaron has a great vasectomy video on social media right now uh, feel free to Thank check you. it out and uh, share it wherever you can. 
Uh, and share this show if you're into snaps and you're listening on podcasts, you're watching on YouTube, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. Well, boys, a week after we were told it didn't happen, well, I'll be damned. It gone mm. down and happened. I kind of fumbled that. But Oklahoma and Texas are joining the SEC after all, and it'll happen in 2024. Uh, I love this, Aaron, because what it means is that 2024, and it's so rare, I've never seen anything like this. Maybe this is how it felt when they created divisions and everything like back in 92, but here at the end of divisions in the SEC, we are looking at a true and total reforging of college football in 2024, right? We're going to get uh, the new look SEC with Oklahoma and Texas. We're going to get mm -hmm. the expanded playoff. We're going to get USC and UCLA uh, in the Big Ten. Yep. We're going to lose SEC divisions. You'll probably move to a nine-game schedule, it's looking like. You're going to have a new permanent three opponents, uh, remade super covers everywhere. Like, the Big Ten's going to be remade. The top two teams will go for the SEC. So we are talking about um, really impactful, massive arguably like transformational change and it's all taking yep. place in the same year the reforging of 2024 i don't know about you Aaron, but i'm very happy that they went ahead and uh, figured out how to get this done yeah well we'll get a little bit of a taste of what college football is going to look like with with the, the the big 12 adding four new teams this season usc or you excuse me ucf sorry uh huh. houston cincinnati and who's the fourth team they're adding I'll draw a blank real quick. BYU. Uh, BYU. 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 Coop. There you go. Who can forget the coop? Um, so Not get a little you. bit of a taste. But yes, I'm with I've you. Like, I didn't want to see this to be like a three-season thing where the Big 12 has its mini transformation and then the Big 10 adds there too. And then all of a sudden the SEC gets theirs in 2025. Plus you alluded to the, you know, the, the, the addition of the 12-team playoff next season, 2024. So yes, it's good that we will know what college football will look like here in the next year and a half. So uh, I'm all for it. I still think there's a lot of changes to be made, though. I, I really do. I, I, I think the Pac-12 will see some more changes. I think the Big Ten, the Big 12 could yeah. see some more changes with maybe the, the addition of more Pac-12 teams. I hope I hope that is also somehow included in this massive rollout in 2024. Like that's To me, that's when I feel like we just hit play on college football fans you get the next year and a half for those who are angry about the situation, for those that want to go back to the BCS era, whatever your gripe is with college football, no. <laughs> you, get, you literally get a year and a half to get it out of your system, bitch and moan as much as you want to, and then sit back and enjoy it because it's happening. And it's all going to happen at one beautiful moment in time. And uh, as an SEC fan, mostly and a fan of college football, I'm, I'm all for it, man. It's going to be, Really exciting to, to see the evolution of what the SEC is going to look like. Well, I mean, it's great from this side of the equation, certainly, right? When you like yeah. talk about the sport constantly, uh, how rare is it that you see the very fabric of something that you cover this intensely change? And, and, and quite honestly, we're already living through that. And it's weird, right? But if you want to describe like historical perspective on it, or look at it from a historical perspective, it, it's it's sometimes hard to know. And, and I'm going to say this is relative history, you know, college football history, not like mm -hmm. important world history. But 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 it's rare to know that you are living through historical times, right? But when you look at the advent of NIL, of player empowerment, of the transfer portal, of now the expanded playoff, of the super conferences, a line of massive booming 
TV contracts, massive booming coaching contracts. Like when you look at all of this explosion, you know you are living through historical times. What what fascinates me, there's an old Dan Carlin analogy that I love where he talks about trying to describe the times that you're living in is a bit like standing like a foot away from a billboard and trying to describe the picture, yep. right? But as you get distance from it, you learn more and more. So it's like, it's going to be fun to react here immediately to all this massive change and and and, and everything that's going to happen. But then there will be ripple effects and there will be takes 10, 15 years down the road where we will look back on this and we will really realize <laughs> like, oh man, this led directly to this. And like, we'll have this full picture yep. idea of just how transformational this really is. But it feels pretty extreme to me. And again, better to do it in kind of one fell swoop instead of cobbling it together. And um, and, and this is a little flourish, we lose if you will. Bob or we lose me there? Uh, you're still here, bro. Am I gone? We're right, both still, still here. here. Okay, we're all still here. We're all still here. Uh, but one thing that I love, how's about this for a little flourish? Michigan and Texas are playing in Ann Arbor at the beginning of 2024 to kick it all off. But how that pissed me off. Texas is going to have to represent the SEC against Michigan at 24, and they're going to lose the first battle of the Super Conferences. Massive bummer. But uh, it's going to be great, though. All right. So since since I missed a uh, a good portion of what you just said because my headsets went out, uh, oh, no. of course they go out. <laughs> Friday Friday fails right there. Friday. It was all a bunch of um, highfalutin Gibberish. kind of hot air, like trying to be a little too creative. Like I just read that thread about the Renaissance, and now I think who did I start to believe in this season because of one Twitter thread about the Renaissance? Um, no 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 it didn't work it was a lot of that bs the bottom yeah. line is i'm hyped yeah, okay. i'm super hyped to be living in these times yeah. and it's great to well, get to cover it all well it's also good for i forgot to mention one other major change that's going to happen that will affect the sec in a big way somewhat is uh bye bye to cbs i think that that contract also oh that's has the other big one left. yes yes that's, that's right. yes that is one more year left so the, so that prime time, which I'm interested in, honestly, see if, if if the ESPN tries to possibly buy out those rights heading into next season to somewhat start moving in the direction of, hey, we own the SEC and start moving into like, hey, man, this is where you want to get the best football. Now we're going to own Texas and Oklahoma in about a year from now. So uh, we'll see. ESPN also and Disney just are about to plan off about 6,000 people. They're about to fire. Uh, and massive yeah, cuts in the I budget. So that, I don't know dude. if they want to be buying the rights to the SEC game of the week from CBS. Uh, so maybe they will wait one more season before that. But that, that's the other big news. And that's why I think the ESPN is a big winner in this too, is the year that they do take over the entire SEC. They're also getting Texas. They're also getting Oklahoma added into this to play around with the time slots for, for all those new additions. So um, I'm excited. It's, it's for, for, the SEC was two big moves that occurred yesterday, or two big announcements essentially. You know, first one being Texas and Oklahoma coming, and then the also you know SEC flexing their muscles, letting everyone know that uh, they gave each one of their members in the conference fifty million dollars end of the year paid to every single school in the SEC. <laughs> so, uh, and that money is probably only going to go up with this new contract with ESPN, with the addition of Oklahoma and Texas as well. So that's that's. Yeah, that's one of the incentives. If you play in the SEC, you're probably going to get a minimum of $50 million at the end of the season from all the earnings from playoffs and bowl games and this and ticket sales, all that good stuff. So um, to say that, that that the game of college football is 
is uh, pissing people off or dying, you would not know that living in the Southeast. By seeing no, no, yeah, no, no, um, no business. Like I said, business. One part of my rant was all about business is booming right now. Uh, yes. There's no. Hey, okay. Mm -hmm. So I can't believe I left out the TP the TV portion of 2024 reforging. That's on me or the 2020 forging. That get it? 2020 forging mm -hmm. trade market volume. You're welcome, uh, Brum. We're going to say goodbye to the SEC on CBS Music. Is the John Williams song going to be the ESPN main college football song? I hope so. I can't, do you I think can't. so? Like, am I off base there? I'm saying, do you, I feel like would if you, you, go, you, you don't bring in John Williams for a one off. Yeah, I would be flabbergasted by that. Well, I know, but 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 I mean, it could it could still just be like the championship, right? It could just be the playoff theme. Do you think you get it extended to their in your production insight? Would you guess that they would extend it into weekly? Yes, that would be my guess. Okay. Let's go, dude. Let's go. I love that. That was a good song. Um, all right. So now let's get into what Greg Sankey had to say about it this morning. He went on uh, yep. your station, Aaron, Serious College. Well, actually, I think that's Serious College Sports Radio, right? And um, he was basically saying right now the main proposal, you know, bar anything unforeseen, is for it to go divisionless. So goodbye to the East and West. Yep. And that the leader in the clubhouse from a schedule perspective are um, nine conference games. Now, he did apply a little bit of time pressure, saying that kind of an outside boundary by the time they want to be committed to nine games would be during the Destin uh, spring meetings where they can take place in May. And that he said ideally they'd have a decision sooner because if you do go to nine games, that's a ton of scheduling changes that you have to make for 2024. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think we just play with that idea. Like, look, Greg Sinke gets his way. You know, he is he is a bit of a master politician. So if he says they're going to individualists in nine games, I think that's what's going to happen. And so off the bat here, um, you know, sorry, UGA fans. OK, your free ticket, your free ride is done. Okay? You're finally going to have to play some respectable schedules. You don't get to play Vandy, Mizzou and Kentucky every year. OK, you're going to have to play every team at least twice every four years. And that's yeah. under any proposal, eight, nine games. It, it doesn't matter. So. Um, yep. Welcome to the game, Georgia. I, like I told you earlier, off air, I, I, I've decided that I don't respect a single Georgia 10-win season because I just realized they get to play Bandy, Mizzou, and Kentucky every year. Not a single one. Yeah, I know. What, what a complete joke that schedule is. Uh, I'm interested to see. I would love to be in those meetings and kind of see who, which coaches are, are for the eight games and which are for the nine. I would assume those those on the lower – tier or those that are fighting for bowl games every year are probably saying hey let's stick to eight let's stick to eight um, that is my understanding is that yes because yes, that turns that's middle tennessee into mississippi state uh and yes. that's you know that's that's tough yeah you you if you if you're mississippi state if you're kentucky if you're vandy if you're missouri do you really want to add a ninth conference game to the schedule probably not probably not you the, the least the better um but it also gives you the excuse, though, too. Like, there is now an, a legitimate excuse of, okay, we are going to play three big-time cupcake games. Like, I don't think anyone's going to bitch and moan if you play three well, games. Well, I, I, I think, weeks. I mean, I don't know, man, if I'm the conference. Because right now, what's the requirement? you got to play one power five outside of in your out-of-conference game. Well, I wonder if that changes if they go to nine-game conference schedule. That's what though. I'm saying, though, if dude. That's I think be, we're all about the, I think we're all about juice and TV contracts, though. If you're telling me I'm getting nine Connies and 
a power five matchup. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. The, the obvious thing is, 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 is it's as like fan, one. Yes. I think the obvious schedule is nine conference games, yep. one group, one power five, one group of five, one regional rival. So you keep yep. the in-state, you know, like economy going. Oh, like when you pay the school, yeah. You are going to, the the bottom tier of the SEC is going to suffer and fall off in a big, big way if that's No, dude, schedule like uh, yes. Wyoming? Are they power five? Yeah, but I'm still saying you're still having to schedule another group. of. So essentially you're playing... No group Ten, five. you're playing nine SEC games, another Power Five game, and then five. a group of five team. Yeah, it's 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 going to be a grind, but but good. But everybody's going to make more money, Aaron. That's what happens, and that's the yes. whole point of all this is that everybody's going to get more money at the end of the day. But if you're not, if you're not winning football games and your coaches are getting fired, if you're not making bowl games, you're getting buyouts. Five and seventeen. Yeah, you're getting buyouts. I'm just saying. I'm I'm not saying it's not better. It's better for the sport. Yes, it's better for the fans, 100. percent But those coaches that are coaching the bottom tier, the SEC, are probably saying, "Hell no, we don't want more difficult games. We're trying to survive our job and keep our job. And one way to do that for them is to make a bowl game first. And now, if you add an extra SEC game and a Power Five game, uh, just makes that way way more difficult. But as a fan, I'm like, hell yeah, let's do it. Let's rotate these games. You know, I always tell people. And I just posted about this. I never played Alabama in a regular season game. That's and crazy. I was at Georgia for five years. I never went to Baton yeah. Rouge. Um, mm-hmm. That sucks. I don't want to play Missouri every year. I don't want to play Vandy every year. I do and I don't. It's a good stat <laughs> game. But it's not really fun. As a fan, you, you kind of get bored of it. So yeah. I, think, I think the master plan will be nine games. I do think that, that Sankey is going to push for a heavy rotation where – you know, if you're a student athlete, you do play every single team in the SEC. Every 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 years. team will play twice in four years. Yes. Like that is a basic yes. requirement of whatever the you will is. get a every home and away. Essentially, as a yes. player, if you stick it out, you will get a home and away of every single team in the SEC, which is yes. smart. Well, it should be. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Love absolutely. Um, okay, are you going to miss divisions at all? As we no. say goodbye no. to the SEC West. Hey, hey, you petite little East boys. 18 to 13, boys. <laughs> Suck it. 18 to 13, West winning right now. So even if Georgia wins next year, 18 to 14, West reigns supreme. Let's ride, dude. In the 30 years when it's all you keep, said you and keep done. Pump, you keep pumping your chest because Alabama, Alabama went through the best dynasty ever. You can feel so good about that. Whoa. Just keep flexing those West muscles because Nick Saban – Coach Alabama to the best dynasty in college football history. Hold yeah, on. Feel good about that, too, Bob. Feel Time good out. about that, big guy. Time out. Yeah. Time how out. Many, how many did Alabama Time win? Out. Florida did just as much heavy lifting nearly for the East. Okay. Alabama went to 14 SEC championships. Uh, they were oh 10 and four God. in those games. I know, right? They were 10 wow. and four, too. 10. Uh, Florida, Florida went to um, 13. They were seven and six. Georgia went to 10. Four and six, kind of a choke artist stat there. Um, yeah, LSU went to seven. They were five and two. Auburn went to six. Ooh. Tennessee, five. Arkansas, three. Missouri, two. Mississippi State, one. South Carolina, one. Mm-mm-mm. Ole Miss, Kentucky, Vandy, and AM are going to go the entire SEC mm. East West era without having no. ever made no. it to Atlanta. They go this year. Who? No, they yeah, they're not going. Year. Bro, Okay, yeah, who? 
Yeah, I'm saying who? Ole Miss, Kentucky, Vandy, Texas A&M. Who's going out of that group? That's what I'm saying. I know they could go this Texas year. Texas A&M is the best chance. Texas A&M. If you had to pick one, A&M is the best chance. Yes. Yes. I agree. I agree. We're in agreement there. You never know, though. Um, uh, but yeah, but, but your muscles because Alabama, because Alabama no. was there for 14 times and won 10 of them. Georgia, but, Georgia but did just okay. Let's no, Georgia did just as much, or Florida did just as much heavily. If we took Alabama and Florida out of it, the West would still win. Um, the East only has three teams that even won. I guess I don't know. I'm trying. My brain's not, whatever. We'll do the math. I'll do the math in a second, and I'll and I'll get right back to you. Oh, okay. I. I am going to kind of miss. Um, I am going to kind of miss divisions. You're gonna, you're gonna. It's just because it's all I've known my entire life. Like, think about that. This is all we've known in our entire SEC football fan lives, and now it's all about yep. to change. And now you can have a Florida Georgia SEC championship, or an Alabama LSU SEC championship. And you're also probably gonna get in, the, in these pod systems. Um, do you want to start to uh, look at some of the potential pairings? <laughs> Who gets bent over in this pot system is which I'm excited to see. Like who just gets destroyed when it comes to so, uh, I, who is I should say pod? this. I said pod. I think technically that it would get me yelled at because pod implies yeah, that every really member is going to play each other. It's not. It's it's every team will have three permanent opponents and rotate through everyone else. Um, I looked at the athletics today. That's what Auburn. you're looking at right now. Oh, bro, I know. So, so I looked at the athletic, uh, and they, they called this an educated guess of how it could play out. And right off the bat, you say Auburn, yeah, they jump off as they get Georgia, Florida, and Alabama. And I know that fortunes wax and wane, right? And dynasties come and go. But if we look over the 30 years of what we were just talking about, the division system, those are the top three uh, schools are Georgia, Florida, in Alabama. So oh. Auburn would be getting oh. royally screwed here. It's like for that reason alone, I cannot imagine that Auburn would actually allow this or or that that this could go through on Auburn. But if one school would get screwed by the process, like it would be Auburn. And now and, someone's and, and, gonna get screwed. And they would make it their personality. Like they're not screwing Alabama and they're not screwing Georgia and, and all you know, I Auburn think, I, Auburn I loves Auburn to be agreed. Like it. It's their whole brand. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I, 100%, like, Auburn would love this. Yeah, Auburn would love to be able to have a pity party and say, oh, boo-hoo us. Everyone hates Auburn. We're the, the redhead stepchild. No one likes us. Wah, 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 wah. Like, yeah. I've this never would be, considered it. They would, they would fully embrace getting bent over. Like, love it because then they can- You don't think serious. Auburn and grievance politics go together? Look who they just hired. I've never really considered yeah, it. But yeah, that. no, y'all y'all are absolutely yeah. right, dude. Y'all are spot on. Uh, so, okay, maybe this goes through then. Uh, I, I, I gotta say, uh, Georgia, First off, Georgia them vetoing it doesn't mean that's just going to go away. Like if everyone else in the group no, says, no, no, okay, no. these look good. I yeah. agree. But like the more powerful schools do swing a bigger stick though. Right. And like Auburn is yeah. one of the upper tier, one of the upper middle class of the sec. It's Nick Saban. It's Nick Saban. It's Nick Saban. It's Kirby. And if they both say, this is what we feel like is the best for the conference. That's what's going to happen. Let's just be real. Um, uh, and it's Brian. Maybe Kelly? Brian Kelly in that situation. Yeah, maybe Brian. You just, I think when it comes to national coach wise, yes, but not. I don't know if he has the SEC pool just yet. Uh, so I do love LSU's draws here. Uh, they get Ole Miss, Texas A and M, and Oklahoma. 
Um, Old Miss, the most traditional rival. Texas A&M, a like microwaved corporate rivalry that actually worked and people hate each other. And there's like huge fan base crossover in Houston. And then uh, I would love Oklahoma. I mean, that's not great. You're playing an elite traditional, like one of the greatest powers every year, but but it's an interesting matchup. And anytime you take Florida and Alabama off the schedule uh, on a year-to-year basis, I'll mm-hmm. call that a I'll call that a win. Um, anybody else kind of jump off the page? To you Go back. Here? Kentucky, have, Kentucky's got to love this. Kentucky gets Vanderbilt, Tennessee, and South Carolina. Oof. It's about oof, as friendly as you're going to find. Georgia, Auburn, Florida, South Carolina. That's pretty good traditional the first two. But Georgia's in a good spot, though. Yeah, Georgia's in a great um, spot there, but they need to keep Auburn, Florida, almost like it, it makes sense to yes go out of your way to kind of keep really those just Auburn. Honestly, game. Auburn's the only team that I look at and just like, man, you guys are just. You better hope that that uh, that Florida doesn't figure it out for a while and that Nick Saban retires. You can't dump, but the problem with Auburn is you can't dump the Iron Bowl and you can't dump Georgia. So like you're yeah, exactly so like you, those true. two, yeah. you can't dump. So like whoever the third one is. You're just kind of you're just kind of stuck. They yeah, needed they like Vanderbilt in there. Throw, like, yeah, I'm saying they could have thrown a Vandy yeah, or something. Vandy. Can't give, Jeez, a give a little break. I mean, but they they were safe with Vandy because they went Tennessee, Kentucky, Missouri. And this again, okay, hypothetical. How about this? How about this? Let's let's explore the interesting part of this, which is what the new teams would have. Uh, Oklahoma would have Texas, Missouri, LSU. Okay, I think that's great. It's a good draw for Oklahoma getting Missouri mixed in that's there great. and. Yeah, no, it is tough. It is tough, but they're always going to have Texas. It is kind of that same thing. Both LSU and Oklahoma yeah. don't love seeing each other, but, you know. Um, uh, Texas has A&M, Oklahoma, and Arkansas. That that ain't no, you know, that ain't no cakewalk neither. Uh, but I guess none of these really are too much. Uh, but this is just the athletics. What, what did the other, what did the other one say that we had? Okay. See, I hate this. This is this LSU, was, Alabama, is Ole Miss, different. A&M. That's brutal. I don't wouldn't consider that brutal if I'm LSU. I guess that's exactly what you've been doing every year. <laughs> to be fair, yeah, um, yeah. it's a little more. Tra- it's a little. It skews a little bit more traditional rivalry as opposed to historical rivalry, right? Because you keep the LSU Bama game, yep. which obviously yeah. is not a, a little historical- bit easier. A little bit easier for Auburn. Auburn gets Mississippi State as their third, which I, which I'm sure they like a little bit better. So Auburn is yeah. Alabama. Those listening, Alabama, Georgia, which we alluded to, is that that's not going anywhere, and then Mississippi State is their third, which which is a little bit easier to digest. Uh, yeah, that looks this looks good. I like this one a little bit better. And you keep the manufactured LSU and M rivalry as well. Which and, is- and and again, I don't use manufactured as a pejorative. Like me neither. It's the rare instance of they did manufacture it, but it was well built some good like yeah. uh japanese engineering like it works great um i think i think i think good I, seven time overtime mm-hmm. game that really that really takes it to another level i think i do like that second one we looked at better and with yeah. nick saban getting really old and like being about to retire um i kind of love that because then i'm gonna get to curb stomp alabama mm-hmm. every year while i'm watching the downfall of the empire firsthand i, I guess the other thing we should mention in this is that all questions of fairness are even a bit lessened since you're doing a home and home every four years, right? So, like, you're still going to pretty much play everybody way more regularly than you do. Yep. So, I mean, impactfully, your your year to year opponents. While it still matters, it is less impactful. 
Um, but yeah, this is what do you think? What do you think right now? When you see the brands of the SEC, you've seen the success of the current model of college football for the SEC. Because let's not let's not tippy toe around it. Like the SEC has dominated this playoff. This winning, yeah. This they dominated the BCS. They've also dominated the fourteen playoff. On average, when you see the teams coming, when you see this schedule, when you know that most likely there's going to be a nine-game conference schedule, how many teams realistically do you think are going to get in every year in this 12-team playoff? Three? Four? I mean, I was just thinking about like – This could be Alabama, a like, like Alabama's in every year, 100%. Alabama and Georgia are in every and year. Georgia. A nine and three Alabama and Georgia are going to get in no matter what. So – Two off the bat are already in automatically every year. Yeah, and then and then, and then I think you rotate maybe a third and a fourth. I, I find it a bridge too far to believe you get five in, but I think yeah, four I feels think. completely realistic. So yeah, if you get so like a, you need you would need you would need like a you would need a a one in three Georgia, Alabama. LSU Doesn't the math cap 10. it at about six because they have to do the four other conferences? And like one group of five, yeah, like in yes. a perfect yeah, six if, if everything somehow you had everything, yes, uh, yeah. it does. But if that indeed is the playoff model, which it is ex- expected to be, I mean, so basically you have Auburn, Florida, LSU, Oklahoma, Texas, and everybody competing for spots three and four in the playoff. Now, now it could be a situation where like the the, the reason why I say Alabama, Georgia, are in every year. Is that like some year they may be lower seated than those other teams, but they're always going to be they're always going to be getting in. Like yep. I, I don't see yes. them losing four games anytime anytime soon. So fascinating. It's it's twenty twenty four going to be a hell of a year for college football. It was it, it'll be a crazier. I don't know that it'll be crazier than the new cycle that surrounded Brian Kelly last night. As in a matter of two and a half hours on the internet. Brian Kelly went from being, you know, from him and his wife of 28 years deciding to get a divorce to his kids publicly disputing it. Uh, it was a WBRZ report in a tweet, which is a local uh, news station here. Um, his children then quote tweeted that saying fake news and posted a picture of Brian Kelly and his wife walking together. And then WBRZ, the news station, uh, after that, about two and a half hours from the original tweet, Tweets out that uh, source inside the LSU Athletic Administration says, well, the couple filed for divorce this week. They have decided to work towards a reconciliation. Uh, this is not my favorite stuff to talk about because, you know, these are like people's lives and it's a little greasy, but it's crazy. I have never seen a story take so many wild and drastic twists and turns to end up the exact opposite direction that it started all within the space of two and a half hours. Never seen anything like it. <laughs> I mean, I look at my phone last night and there's one text message from you saying that the divorce is happening. And then five seconds later, I get another tweet that, uh, never mind, false alarm, they're back together again. It is. It was like, uh, it was like a. Uh, nothing like a good, not only a good drama in Baton Rouge. That, that to me, well, just, okay. the perfect place to happen. Speaking of drama, Johnny Drama is a old college humor skit where they make fun of Entourage and the entire deal is like, oh no, Vinny can't do the movie. Hey, Vinny can do the movie. Like that. that's exactly what that lives. Like, oh no, they're getting divorced. 
Hey, they're staying together. And that's how quickly it how quickly it happened. Uh, I will say this. I do find it interesting that any of this ever even hit the public because Brian Kelly is um, so cognizant of kind of the station that he occupies as a public figure, as the highest paid uh, public employee in the state. And, you know, he's very shrewd, right? So when they make those papers official, they know that it's going to be a big deal and it's going to be a story. And so, you know, I mean, I'm just, I'm again, I'm just shocked that they, that they did this knowing that like we would be sitting here talking about it, but who knows, man, I don't, you know, that ain't my relationship. I got enough to worry about my three kids. I hope they work it out great. If not, that's cool, man. I just want them to beat Alabama. Like win the West in this last year, beat Georgia's ass in the last years of the SEC championship. And uh, as we know it now, and yeah, I don't care about anything else. It's all good now. Handle your business. Good for him. Good for him. You know what? Sometimes it just brings you closer together. Just brings you closer. <laughs> Go through a little bit of a drama. Oh, just going through a little bit of a drama. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like you get a little, yeah, you get it's a little, but that, that, I've, okay. You get to the edge, you get to the, the edge of death. Then you kind of appreciate life a little bit. You appreciate the marriage. You bounce back and you're stronger for it. Watch LSU fuck around and go 13 and 0 and go to the playoffs and go 15 and 0 next year because of this. Made that's Brian actually, Kelly a better man. It's actually pretty profound. Um, and not in the ironic, we're making fun of every risk is risky, profound way, but in like being actually profound, you are right. Sometimes a relationship is stronger for a little drama. Just need a little drama. Yeah. Just, just a little hiccup to have to work through where you both have to get some things off your chest, apologize to one another, make up and, uh, decide, you know what? Let's keep at this thing. Been at it long enough. We'll see. We'll see. Um, not what I expected to talk about today the reforging of both Brian Kelly's marriage and college football as we know it. Wow. <laughs> oh man. That's what this episode title should be. The reforging. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, boys. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Uh, what we got going on this weekend? Anything exciting? S Super Bowl. My bets look so much better than your bets. So make sure you go to check them out at FanDuel. True? I am fading the what? NFL. My bets look better than yours? Yeah. Yeah, it's probably not the best decision you can make. You play. I will say Philly is the better football team. I guess you play for the Eagles. I also play for the Eagles. Yeah, that's true. Okay, but you like the Phillies to come. And the Eagles didn't fire me, so you know I should probably like them better. Okay. Wait, what do you mean? They didn't fire you? I never got cut from the Eagles. I got cut from the Chiefs. I had a one-year deal with Philly, and then you just resell. I actually signed the next year with the Rams for a little bit instead of resigning. Oh, the okay, okay. I see what yeah. you're saying. Oh, oh, you got yeah. straight up. Okay, okay. Yes, 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 yes. Yes. Uh, you know, you you were um you were let go, not fired. They just or decided not to renew. Decided not to renew. Um, no, I was right. fired. No, no, no. no. I'm talking about in, in Philly. In Philly. No, they offered me. I just went with the Rams instead. Oh, okay. I see. My bad. My bad. I was misunderstanding. Um, yeah. All right. Well, look, that'll do it. I have a hot date with my wife tonight. Very. Oh, okay. Mm. I didn't want to lead the show with this because it's a weird way to lead it yesterday. But boys, um, I don't. I don't know about this condom thing. We're gonna have to get this. Yeah. We're gonna have to make this snip happen fast. You. Like I said, I know. I know. 
It uh you were not lying. I I thought that everybody and, Don't throw and, in the and, shell coverage, T-Bob. No, I mean, Don't look dude, and and again, look, if you uh, practice safe sex first and foremost, okay? I'm talking about sex with my wife who's mother of my three children here. I don't want another kid. But you're you're you're, you're entering a real like yeah, that's what I'm saying. You're in a real how how badly do you not want another kid when I had when I had that gone? I don't know, man. I don't know if it's for me. We're gonna we're gonna get snipped. We're gonna we're gonna make it happen very soon here. We're getting snipped. Yeah. We're getting snipped. All right, boys. Um, well, thank you to Aaron Murray. Huge thank you to FanDuel. Uh promo code SNAPS when you sign up. Do all your gambling for Sunday. Um, huge thank you to Con Coward and the Volume Sports uh, Network, man. The podcast YouTube channel, like, subscribe. If you enjoy the podcast, uh, rate and review it so it kind of spreads out naturally. And uh, please. Oh, and thank you to Ryan Brumley, Paul Farrington, Pat Gunner, and Danny Cardenas. We love you all very much, and we'll see you on Monday for a brand new episode of Snaps. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.